Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the 2023 NFL Draft tonight. Go back to the defensive side of the ball with Owen Popo, linebacker from Auburn. He's a senior, six foot, 225 pound senior. Tonight's guest, I'm really excited to bring on Coach Sheps, the CEO of Toilets Titles. Coach, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I am happy to be on another podcast outside of my network, you know, like uh, to be able to talk and see a different face and talk to a different crowd and community. So I'm excited to be here. Yeah, thank you, man. Do you make your kids call you coach? I'm just curious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no? I, I do coach my children, man. I've yes. coached yeah. varsity, varsity football for seven years, and uh, I also do the off-season strength and conditioning program. So I've managed to weasel my way through <laughs> all of my kids' travel programs. So their friends call me coach, but no, it's daddy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I coach uh, soccer. Uh, I, I helped with volleyball this year, which was kind of different. Um, something I'd never really have coached before, but I kind of ended up being a helper and I usually help with softball yeah. and I think there's another sport somewhere in there too. I don't know. I feel like my daughter is always in some sport, but she's only nine. So it's fun. Well, my you know, daughter's they... nine too, man. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. They're not too mouthy yet. I mean, she's starting to get it, but my daughter usually, <laughs> usually at practice, I can get away with telling her what to do and she's okay with it. But <laughs> that's good. All right, we'll get into the profile of Popo. He is, was a five-star linebacker quarter of the class 2019, 25th ranked overall player in the class. I had totally forgot that he was a five-star. Um, made the field as a freshman, ended up with 49 tackles, a couple sacks. A sophomore, he had 93 total tackles, four sacks. Uh, had quieter 2021. I believe he had an injury. He only played in five games, 23 set total tackles. But last year, he had 91 total tackles couple sacks so he was very productive in college we like to see that he had a couple of forced fumbles to it last year and his com combine results were awesome i mean a 4.39 40 yard dash for a middle linebacker signed me up any day of the week uh 1.52 split 35 and a half inch spurt 10 foot six broad jump you definitely love those and a 29 on the bench those numbers are sick very very good numbers you want to see from a linebacker all right all right coach what skills does popo have you think will make him successful in the nfl well, so that RAS, his RAS score was 9.3, his relative athletic score, which put him eighth among linebackers. So, and I think Bruce Feldman had him eighth on his freaks list. So if you go and check that out, that's, that's pretty impressive. I think Kalijah Canty, who's a guy we all agree is a freak. I think he's, you know, I, I don't even think he's in the range of Popo as far as athleticism go. He's on the list, but Popo, he, he is the true freak in this class. And I believe he dubbed himself the freak. I, I think that's his nickname. Uh, what I like about Popo is – He's very fast. He's very explosive. He's a sure tackler, but he is sound and he's under control. It's rarely that you see him in the open field over pursue or be over, over aggressive and, and, and miss a tackle. Right. I think his, his career missed tackle percentage is, is 10 or below which is, is solid. And so he, it's controlled aggression. He's powerful. He's good as a pass rusher. He's decent. I think he needs to develop his pass rushing moves because at the next level, if he's coming off the edge, you know, they're going to have a running back coming out there, a tight end, you know, he's probably going to get the offense is going to be ready for it. And he's going to have to win other than just speed, but I do like him as a pass rusher. I like him in coverage. You know, he's, he's got good instincts. He's got good feet. He drops into coverage well. His speed, you know, he's capable of running with tight ends. He's, he's capable of crossing, you know, hook, like grabbing onto these crossing wide receivers, these slot wide receivers and running with them in coverage. So I just think what I like most about Popo is his overall versatility. You know, I'm going to say this at the end of the show, like, but I'll say it now. He's very good. He's good to very good at a lot of things. There's not much he's bad at. I just think he's he's a solid player. 
and he's going to, you know, fit somewhere in the NFL. Like teams are looking for players like that, especially in today's NFL where it's run and shoot, run and shoot. Well, this is a linebacker who could run and he could stick and he can cover, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I don't think he's getting anywhere near enough love in this class. So he's a guy who everybody's talking about Simpson, you know, Campbell, blah, blah, you know, Popo's just been kind of, you know, I feel like he's just kind of forgotten in this class. Like he said he's got that athleticism. The range is what impresses me. He tracks plays down from the backside. You know, he's never out of the play, it feels like. Right. Um, I love his Simpson, pursuit. Simpson has better yeah. uh, instincts. Simpson's yeah. a freak, yeah. you know, but Popo's yeah, no. He's good. Yeah, but you can, yeah, that's what I mean. You can get Popo probably three rounds later in your rookie draft, you yeah. know. So unless you're in it with me, then you better take him one and one and a half, two rounds, or else you ain't going to get him. Um, <laughs> so I just love your, like you said, he's got the speed to be a three-down linebacker, which is something, you know, you absolutely need these days. So what do you see as far as weaknesses? Well, so I do want to also touch on the, the strength oh, yeah, is there too, right? Yes. You know, mm-hmm. so not only he's, – he's a smaller linebacker, and this is a class with a lot of small linebackers, but he's it a is. smaller linebacker that's powerful. He's very strong, so he can take on contact from linemen who are going to be reaching and trying to get to him. And I also noticed, despite his height, he doesn't allow his lack of height to affect his vision. He knows how to move while he's reading what's going on with the offense so that he stays out of the pathway of the linemen who could be blurring his vision. So he's, you know, it's kind of like how Drew Brees – became a good passer in spite of his height. Like he knew how to mani- manipulate his body, right. To get up on his toes, to, to see the field and, and Popo, he's just adapted. So it doesn't affect him reading the offense. He doesn't really, he rarely gets caught in the wash, but now as far as weaknesses go, I just talked him up on his size, right? <laughs> like he's adjusted, but it, he is strong and he's adjusted, but 225 pounds. If an NFL lineman, which this is, you know, being in the SEC, that's close, but it isn't the NFL. Everybody he's going to face is a dude. So these linemen, they know what they're doing and they know how to get to him. So when they get their mitts on him, even though he's 225 pounds, he bench pressed 225, 29 times. He's very strong. They're going to have their way with him. And then I kind of mentioned this earlier as a pass rusher, he relies on speed. And then he also tries to just run through your face. He needs to develop another move so that he's not predictable. He's going to be predictable at the next level, and it's really just chase, chase, chase. He's going to need to develop an inside move where he uh, ducks and and dips and rips under the offensive lineman just to keep them on his toes. Um, At times, even though he's really – he's solid in coverage and he he does – he keeps it moving. At times when he's dropping into his coverage, I do notice he sits on his heels – and when he sits on his heels, when he does react, he goes. He has to go from zero to 100 rather than staying active and staying on his toes and being able right. to use his athleticism yeah. to squeeze to those receivers. So it's when, in coverage, when he's already going, he's great. But when you see him stop, which he does when he's dropping and reacting, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit to his disadvantage. And, and on top of that, he ran a 4.39, but I don't always see a 4.39 play speed. I mentioned earlier – you rarely see him out of control. He rarely over pursues because he's under control a lot. I would like to see him walk the line of being a little bit out of control at times and being a little bit over aggressive. Yeah, that's a really good point. I didn't notice that as well. Yeah, like the the reading reaction was was one of the bigger things that I noticed. Like you said, he kind of will sit and then he doesn't react as well as he should. 
And the size will obviously be an issue with linemen that are bigger than him, tight ends that are bigger than him, hell, running backs bigger than him. I mean, he's got, you know, it's, it's going to be close. So it's, I noticed a little bit of taking on and deconstructing Brock issues at college. So it's going to be amplified a little bit at the NFL. Um, where do you see his, his role in the NFL? What, what role do you think he'll play? I think he can be a weak side linebacker or just a nickel linebacker. A lot of teams in the NFL now, they're running three wide receivers out there. Their tight end is a pass-catching tight end. Like you look at the Jacksonville Jaguars with Travis Etienne in the backfield, you're going to be defending them in the nickel all game. So a lot of teams are going to be in nickel. I, I do see him. He could be an every-down linebacker for a team that's going to be instituting because we, we have seen teams – go with that big safety. They try to bring that big safety in the box and play a nickel linebacker, a team who doesn't necessarily have that can bring in a guy like Papo and he can cover a lot of ground. So I think he's going to be somebody who's probably going to be weak side nickel linebacker again. Cause he's just, he's just sound. He's very sound, good in coverage, good against the run, good as a blitzer. I don't think he's elite at anything, but he's good enough at all of those things to stay on the field. Right. Perfect. Um, draft capital, uh, see him pretty much going third, fourth round. Is that kind of where you have him? Yeah, I think a this, this linebacker class is is pretty poor, in my opinion. And uh, I have him going somewhere between – I think Henley goes ahead of him as far as the small linebackers right. go. I think Henry Toto should go after him, in my opinion. I think he's a better prospect than him. So I think I, – I, I, I put fourth, fifth round. You know, but probably, you know, in the fourth, if he goes in the third, that tells you that the NFL is on him because that's that's premium draft capital. A third round, you're expecting the guy to start right away. I think fourth, fifth round is more so you're going to start him on special teams right away. He's going to work in and he has an opportunity to be a starter at some point. And I think that's where I see the NFL valuing him. But again, if, if he goes in the third, I think he should move up in, in IDP leagues because that means somebody is counting on him being a starter. Right. Yeah. As, as I've done some IDP mocks and things, he seems to be like the fifth or sixth linebacker that goes off, you know, like he's even, you mentioned, I actually have seen Toa Toa go before him almost every time. And I agree. I think Popo's more of a developed prospect. I would rather have him on my team knowing what he can do. So, and as far as a player comp, you have a player comp for him. I put a poor man's Ernie Sims. I think, you know, Ernie Sims, when he came out of Florida state, you know, he was just, you know, a little undersized. He was very physical, very athletic, quick, explosive. I don't think that uh, Popo does anything as well as Ernie Sims did. But I do think that, you know, it's, it's a poor man's version, I think. You know, and then also more player along his lines. I would say Jatavis Brown when he was with Tennessee. I thought Jatavis Brown, he was a guy I loved having on my IDP rosters. He just was hurt too much. I just never understood it. It didn't seem like Tennessee liked him as much as he, he should have been because he produced. Exactly. You know? yeah. 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 So, so yeah, yeah, I like it. I like both of those. All right. Well, thank you, Coach. I, I'm glad to finally get to talk to you. Um, can you uh, let everybody know what you're doing, where they can find you on Twitter, the, the whole spiel, man? Yeah. So uh, you can find me on Twitter at Coach Sheps. Toilets Titles. We are on the Twitter at Toilets Titles right now on YouTube. If you YouTube search Toilets Titles, we're at 987 subs. So we are like 13 subscribers from 1,000, which May 11th is our third anniversary. So we are very close to that. If you want to check us out, you want to throw us a subscription, that that would be greatly appreciated. One last thing, we're doing a, a mock draft challenge at Toilets Titles. We've actually linked up with the guys and gals from DraftCountdown.com 
first round draft mock draft challenge. You know, there's, you gotta be subscribed to our YouTube channel, subscribe to DraftCountdown.com, but it's free. You predict the first round, you email it to me at toiletstitles at gmail.com. And for every 10 entries get we get, I'm going to enter $20 into the pot with a $500 cap. So if you put this first round mock in and you win, you could win up to 500 bucks. Like, and it's no entry fee. It, all the money I put in there goes towards the winner. So I think with the draft nice. crowd that's likely watching this show, they might enjoy that. Nice. Yeah. I keep meaning to sign up for that. And did, did I hear when you get to 1,000 subscriptions, Nino's going to come to their house and jump out of a cake or something? Yeah, you know he's going to jump out of a cake. And Jared, <laughs> Jared also said he's going to pick a random person that subscribed to the show and give them a jersey, a jersey of their choice. Dude, nice. Jared's been saying that since like we were at like 500, 600 subs. So subscribe, Sweet. be there before 1,000. You might get a jersey or you might get Nino in a cake. Yeah, I'd rather have a jersey anyways. <laughs> I won't tell you right. that. <laughs> All right, you can find me on Twitter, FF People's Champ, this podcast, Daily Draft RPRT, part of the Campus to Canton family of podcasts. Make sure you check all our wonderful podcasts out and all of the toilets and title stuff these guys do. They've got stuff almost every night of the week. It feels like a lot of good, good quality, quality stuff as I've gotten to know these guys. They're definitely one of my favorites in the community. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.